Oh, boy. Temperatures uh, just kind of sitting there. My, my sister-in-law's headed back to Florida. Smart girl you are. It's 21 in Lynchburg, 22 in Roanoke, 23 in Danville. The further south she goes, Marco, it looks like she's getting a temperature one, it, one degree more it's going warm. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she does have a good heater in her car, uh, and she is headed back. So, sis, safe travels. I know she's listening to the show here via Bluetooth, although she could get her Danville station if she's about that far. But I think she left early. According. She's headed down Yeah, or she's, back she's headed back to Danellon. Okay. Well, uh, the weather's going to be beautiful in Florida. For the next couple of months, this yeah. is the time to go down. Oh, there. absolutely. It's very nice. Snowbirds. Yeah. Learn learn what that was in the 70s. Right. We moved to Florida in the late 60s, 69, and there were people already doing what was called the snowbird thing. Uh-huh. But you, of course, experienced that in Daytona. Yeah. When did they start arriving? In November, typically, or was yeah. it December? Yeah, uh, November. Okay. Yeah, just after. Uh, usually, usually it's either after Christmas or Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah, uh, and, and you can see the the vacation homes and the mobile home parks start really filling up. So my wife's uh, uncle, Uncle Tom, I love him. Uh huh. Y- you would love this guy. He's a piano. He's an extraordinary. Yeah. Extraordinary piano player. Um, his would, license doesn't say Thomas, does it? No, no. He, <laughs> lives, he lives in South Florida. We don't Florida. know who he is then. He lives in South Florida. <laughs> and uh, so he, he um, but he's a character. He used to drive a bus. He's got, he's got to write a book. He drove a city bus in Miami oh my for, for 25 to 30 wow. years and retired. Navigating those streets. Yeah, and, and the people. Right. And, and watching Miami change. Uh-huh. And then 1980, when I went to South Florida to go to this little Bible college down mm-hmm. there, uh, that moved to Kissimmee eventually, yeah. and I moved with the school, and then I transferred to Liberty. Um, back in 1980, to work at uh, Penny's or what? You had to be bilingual in 1980 in Miami. Wow. That's wow. that's that's how much of a, a cultural mixture is yeah. is down there. And so, uh, but it's a beautiful area, but it's just insane. I 95, it's eight lanes. Oh yeah, and buddy, if you're if if you're not riding on the shoulder, right. doing forty five, you're going to get plowed over. Yeah, forget the speed limit. That's right. You just got to stay up with everybody else. That's right. But uh, Uncle Tom, uh, and he would say, "Mark, you're such a beautiful man. Why are you growing the beard?" <laughs> and he, he's very very uh, art- articulate. And I was going to go with something, uh, and then that train just left the station. There was something about Uncle Tom I wanted to mention here, but now that train has left. So uh, maybe <laughs> it'll, it'll maybe it'll circle. It'll back come around. back around to it on, on the bus, on the city bus, <laughs> on the city bus. Marco Gabreth here with us. Uh, but anyway, uh, so let's see. Where, where were we? We were going to talk about the judge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to play. Let me see if I've got, I think I brought this audio up. I'm sorry. It was kind of a little cray-cray coming in this morning. Um, Janet Rose, my, my co-host, not not feeling well. She's uh, probably going to check in, you know, somewhere around the uh, 745, maybe to do the, the five and done. We'll, we'll see what happens there. I did have the audio, and I just can't seem to locate that. Darn uh, maybe we'll try to just play it off a line. Help help set this up because you're familiar enough yeah. with the story of, of what happened with the judge and so on. So it was either his – it looked like his sentencing, the way the judge was talking. And, yeah. and he was going on and on uh, about how – and he was talking very articulate. He's yes. not slurring his speech. Doesn't seem like he's under any, any type of drugs, alcohol, narcotics. And, uh, and he's talking about, I got a job with the Teamsters. Yeah. I did this. And the judge goes over his criminal history, and it's a very violent criminal history. He's not handcuffed. Uh, and then she's reading uh, that, okay, well, this right. time she's going to give him a little bit. Diff- Did you find it? Yeah, I found yeah. it. Here, here we go. 
like I feel I feel that like I shouldn't be like sent to prison for a second time. Have you looked at your criminal history? Um, Have you looked at your criminal history? Yeah, I actually just um, I looked at it. I mean, you lived it, I suppose. Uh, I just looked at it, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Three felonies, a gross, nine misdemeanors, multiple DVs. Domestic violence. Got a lot going on, sir. Yeah, um, I, I just figured, like... Battery on a protected person, robberies. All right, and then this is where she concludes. I, I don't want to be standing there. I want to have to, you know, sit up there and wait for sure time as well. He says he's done the best he can in light of his mental health issues. His attorney explained that the 30-year-old does not have a high school diploma and planned to pursue that while training for a new job he'd just gotten with the Teamsters, telling the judge Redden will do well on probation and is worth the risk. I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court is... Okay, this is the point where mm -hmm. he's gone from this just articulating pretty well right. to losing his marbles. Right. What happens next, Marco? Then he scales the counter, which we were talking earlier. Yeah. If he if he had been an athlete, he'd be a superstar football player. I mean, he he is running towards that judge's the bench, the bench, and jumps from about five feet away, right. and makes it all the way over and i would say that bench judge. that bench is chest level to yes. to an attorney standing there yeah so it's got to be i would i would say that bench level has to be at least five foot yeah, yeah and he he clears it yeah up and over uh and, then, and it's got to be two to three foot deep yeah yeah and yeah. he clears it and lands on the judge right and starts pouncing on her right right so and this is what I do. I, part of what I do at T4 Tactics is, is is I went to North Carolina yesterday. I got to go to Tennessee today for some businesses that had violent attacks. And we look at what went wrong. Yeah. And, you know, very, very constructive. We're, we're, it's more victim assistance than anything. But, mm -hmm. but when we look at this, he's got an extremely violent history. Let's put some extra deputies in there. This is where we get into a normalcy bias. Right. Where, well, nothing ever happens in the courtroom, so it never will. Right. Let's get some extra deputies there. Why is this guy not handcuffed? Exactly. And sometimes you can't handcuff them for their rights, yeah. you know, during during court procedures. You don't bring them in in a jumpsuit, orange jumpsuit. It can, it can affect how the jury sees them, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But uh she saw him coming and she froze she just didn't do you can anything. see the look on her face with the camera that when he starts at her she just sat there and froze that's where we need to be ready to have that mindset that so about two seconds yeah yeah at least occur right from the time he starts coming out from around his table right to her two to three seconds right before the leap yeah she had time to jump up go to the right which would have put a computer monitor now in between her and him that would have slowed him down right uh and and uh but we get into that normalcy bias where it won't happen to me nothing's ever happened in this courtroom right we have to just be ready for it and she could have if she would have moved to her left yeah that monitor sitting there and i got it you've got to see my screen just sco scoot around and look at the look of the uh oh, the yeah, plaintiff yeah. he's got his mouth wide open like yeah. i can't believe about what's ready to happen right, here right he, he is frozen right as well right he could have jumped in yep he and, had enough time he only had to move four feet to get in front of him right and he and, just was froze yeah and usually in court cases the ones i've been in when we've got some really bad guys and it's sentencing or or they're they're in a position where they're not handcuffed there will be a deputy standing right next to the judge yeah in front of in between the bad guy and the and the judge right and i'm surprised they didn't have that here but it could have been just well 
let's hear this case and then move on to the next one. Yeah. We get into that normalcy bias or that comfort zone where nothing's going to happen. For the next 20 to 30 seconds, you see his elbow coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And he is pouncing He's, the judge. Yeah. Now, two people have jumped in right. by now right. to try to separate him, but he is still wailing on the judge. He's going to get her. And his criminal history showed he has the potential and the capacity to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's some things you just look at it and you say that was an avoidable attack, right? You know, but we get and I'm not I'm not dogging anybody. I did it in right. my police career. I'd walk up to a domestic disturbance. Oh, here's another you know husband and wife fighting. Right. But you can't. We can't do that anymore. No. no, you have to be ready at all times. Things can go sideways. There used to be a certain decor even for criminals, but not. Yeah, no, no there's no, not. no longer. There's you no know, respect. You've got the stupid ass and excuse my French. Right. You've got the stupid ass TV shows that encourage this. Right. You've got all the cray-cray people, wise of Atlanta, rap stars of this one, this one and that one, and they do the dumbest thing on camera. Well, and they also know they're not going to get prosecuted. He probably won't see a lot of time for what he did. That's just the way the system is. Let's not punish. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, uh, you know, there there are – got to go to Baltimore um, in two weeks uh, to address – some concerns of, of a business and one of the concerns is the the police aren't making arrest because the prosecutor's office isn't prosecuting right so it's bringing in more issues for this business and it's it's like a the twilight zone yeah. what do we do how many how many maybe statistically you know this of these folks are repeat offenders that just get a oh the, a lot a lot because they know first of all if you're a career offender and you get you you're going to do something well they may not prosecute me, but if they do, I'm going to go to, to jail. I get a chance to see the dentist. I get right. a chance to see the doctor. I can get you know a, a weight regimen. I can work out with weights. I get three hot meals and a cot for you know the three weeks that I'm in jail. Then I get out, and I get to network with other inmates, other criminals, to find out how I do things. It's not a big deal for them to go to jail right. because their, their street life is so bad. Right. Jail's just, okay, well, I'm going to get taken care of. And I want to talk just a minute about the desensitization of, of our society through culture and right. MTV. I, I recently listened to a podcast, uh, Megan Kelly, because I like her. I think she's mm-hmm. a pretty straight shooter. She had the guy on from uh, the Jersey. What was the MTV show? Um, something Jersey. <laughs> Jersey Shore? Jersey Shore. Yeah. And how the one guy actually was just into drugs big time and yeah. how he snuck his drugs in even when they shot in europe and how you know he kind of came full circle in his life that's a good a good ending uh, hopefully he'll stay on right on track but these shows show uh, um a, just a plain stupidity mm-hmm. of an unruly life and they glamorize it mm-hmm. and we embrace it we embrace anything it. that's bad in this country we tend to embrace yeah the media right and tv shows it's cool it's in and our young kids are picking up on that we you school, don't think we're teaching them that by, yeah by default that letting them watch yeah this we had is, a school shooting yesterday in iowa yeah. Uh, yeah. And and, uh, and he had an IED, an improvised explosive device. Wow. So they're stepping the game up. Yeah. He was he was a very troubled youth. He was picked on. I'm, I'm, I bullied. remember hearing. Yeah, bullied yeah. a lot. So we got to watch the bullying in the school. Uh, you know, a, a lot of active shooters feel like they've been targeted or they've been done wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's why bullying is anti-bullying programs in schools and communities is so very important because these kids get bullied, bullied, bullied. One day it's going to be time for payback. Yeah. And that's where our active shooters come from. Some of them. Dale, we're going to put you on right before break, brother. Happy New Year. You got Marco Galbraith and Mark Lamb. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. Sorry to hear that you're uh, 
second fiddle is sick. Yeah, yeah, my second, my white chocolate lover. Yes. <laughs> but when she's sick, they bring in the real talent. <laughs> they bring in the heavy hitters when Janet's out. Yeah. Right. I, I see that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so what's talking on your about mind? This guy jumping, well, talking about this guy jumping the judge. Yeah, yeah. And I heard that one of his things he's trying to go with is, oh, the mental health. He has mental health issues. That's why she's right. in jail. I've right. said for decades. Somebody who has who kills somebody because they're mentally ill is more dangerous than someone who say catches his wife messing around with his best friend and, and reacts. He's right. no danger to anybody else. Right. Somebody who's mentally ill should not be an excuse to get out of jail. Should be a reason to keep them in jail for longer because they're a loose cannon. You never know when they're going to go off like that guy did with a judge. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Agree. With they don't you, know that they don't know the difference between fantasy and reality. Yeah, that you can't do that right. to somebody. That, Right, innocent by cause of insanity is, is insane because right. they are more dangerous, way more dangerous. You never know what they'll do. We need to reopen the insane sounds and fill them up real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. Appreciate it, Dale. Have a great weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, we're gonna lighten it up just a little bit. We've been a little bit on the heavy side here. Marco Gabbarth with me. And and unfortunately, he has to live in that heavy world. Even though he's not heavy, there's not an ounce of fat on this man. Uh, <laughs> I've got enough for both of us. It's like my buddy used to say in high school, my buddy Jeff Mitchell, who I, I, I love and I still stay in touch with. He told his uh, one girlfriend, he just loved this girl. Mm-hmm. He just loved her. And, and, and she did not uh, reciprocate. He said, but you don't understand, Lisa. I've got enough love for the both of us. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work We'll out. make it work. But it worked out for a little while. It right. is a 719 here on the Morning Jam. Friday, Funny's coming at you here. We're going to bookend it here. Her brother married us. That was free. The photographer was just a buddy of ours that had like a, he just bought a new camera. So we were like, you and do our wedding? We've been married uh, 12 years, and our wedding, uh, it was not good. <laughs> this, is not, this is not my fault. This was my, my mom and my wife planned the wedding, and they're both cheap. So they cut corners. If we hire someone, if we hire someone to do something in our house, I promise he does not do that job full time. He'll be fixing our dishwasher, and we're like, do you paint houses? And he's like, yeah, I probably could paint houses, you know? His business card says, how hard could it be, right? Can't be that hard. Uh, We got married on Friday the 13th. Got a pretty sweet deal on that. They were wide open. We're like, what times are available? They go, every one of them, all 24. You can call us that day if you want. Her brother married us, that was free. The photographer was just a buddy of ours that had like a, he just bought a new camera. So we were like, you didn't do our wedding? Never done anything professionally and it, it showed. Uh, his camera stopped working during it and he started taking stuff out of it. Like that would be the problem. Like, it's like, yeah, you know what? I bet they put too much stuff inside of it when they built it. You should yank some of those wires. That's not supposed to be in there like that. Our DJ was awful, and that's because we got my mom to hire the DJ. I don't know who thinks to ask someone in their 50s for DJ recommendations. No one ever is like, Mom, are you in with the local DJ scene by any chance? She hired someone older than her 
He just had CDs, and this was when computers were doing real good. <laughs> he got uh, super drunk, played the same song three times in a row, White Wedding, which he said was by Billy Joel. He only had one leg, seriously, and that's fine, you know, no one cares until he starts messing up, and then you're like, why does he have one leg? <laughs> that's good. Nobody really cares. Nobody really cares. Dude, he's only got one leg. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> this guy's name, I, I, I just stumbled on him, and I'm so grateful. It's a... Nate B A R G A T Z E Bargates maybe yeah that's how that's pronounced and it's enjoyable to listen to them when you don't when they're not f bombing every yeah, yeah, every exactly. third or fourth word it's, and, it's a family you can bring the family in on that one he was he was a clean guy like he said right and uh, having some some fun with it you're on the morning jam good morning hey Mark you got to get some Theo Vaughn on here man um, that dude is hilarious man well this guy's pretty <laughs> but, good uh, too what's up. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, what's the deal? Uh, so, Megan Kelly was saying yesterday that we're going to hear from Jeffrey Epstein himself. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know. Is there some tapes? That's what she said. Is, uh, is he really dead? Is he? Right. Maybe he's hanging. He's in the Bahamas with JFK That's and right. Elvis. That's right. Eating donuts. Well, actually, Elvis is actually in. No, he's at uh, Oh, Arkansas. Okay. All right. Hey, you yeah, got... he's a he's a preacher and uh, oh, he's a he's a little Baptist preacher uh, well, in Arkansas. I Look thought... up Bob Joyce. Okay, I thought he was a Baptist. Hey, we got Mark only for a few more minutes. You got a quick question for him? Well, I just uh, Marco's awesome. I'm glad he's hosting. That's that's the best. I mean. Me and him will work out. We work out hard, and he works out hard. And I'm glad that. And uh, I'm just uh, glad he's on today. And, uh, I was just going to throw it out there to get some CO1 on. Man. I got you, man. I got you. Appreciate Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, so, Marco, we only do have you for a few more minutes. Uh, well, let's talk about 2024 and kind of – I said it's kind of going to be a tumultuous year. Mm -hmm. What should we do as good citizens that love this country? We love our, our area. We love our state. And I can't say we love the world because the world is just so nuts out there. Um, but uh, what, what, what do you see? What kind of precautions? And how can we j enjoy 2024 in your mind? Buy guns and ammo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Again, you know, enjoy life to the fullest. Don't sit home and think, well, I can't go here because there's a big crowd or I can't do this. Right. Enjoy life. Don't live in paranoia or fear, but but have an ample supply of water at home. Yeah. Uh, food. Um, I stay away from the survival food because it's loaded with sodium. That's what I've heard. Which is going to bring up your blood pressure under tense situations. It's going to make you run through your water quicker because there's a higher sodium level. So yeah. uh, I suggest more natural uh, remedies, you know, for food, right? Beans, rice, yeah, stuff that's not loaded with sodium. But, but think about maybe having a little bit. If you're on prescription meds, getting a little bit more prescription meds because yeah. things could get shut down. But walk through your house and just think, what if? Yeah. What if we had an EMP? Or what if we went under martial law and we're we're shut down? Because 
we don't think it's going to happen. You know, on on September 10th, if we said we're going to have a massive terrorist attack in this country, we right. probably said, no, you're 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 crazy. No, we're right. not. So people think that it's not going to happen. We just have to be prepared. And the, and it's not expensive. You don't have to overthink it. It's not living in fear or paranoia. Right. But it's just have some extra things at the house that, you know what, if we had to be shut down for six or seven months, we're going to be okay. Well, let me, let me tell you how my wife has changed this real quick. Yeah. She used to joke with me. I pick up a sep, se, second can of beans at, at yeah. FNL, and she'd go, <laughs> prepper. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that kind of thing. Now she's going, so we're going to rotate this one right. with, with that pantry right. to the one downstairs that has the other. You know, so, yeah. I mean, we're, we're thinking about it. Yeah, you, you have to because uh, desperate times bring desperate people. Yeah. And you'll have people that are, that are men that and women, but men that are really, really great christian nonviolent guys but when it comes time to their family needing water or food you're going to see those people change yeah and so we have to think about that we've got to protect our homes uh you know strategically and through security and then we've got to make sure that that our families are taken care of with food water and, and we're gonna we are going to have some tough times in 2024 they're going to throw a lot of stuff at us with this election coming up yeah they've and already shown that that track record they are willing to divide yes and conquer and that's what it's all about and the only way they can conquer us is if they divide us that's right you know that's right. so uh, and mass confusion and yep and we don't know what's truth and what's lie and and it's just and their plan has come along very nicely yeah and it's planned people oh yeah you, like i said we're not wearing tinfoil hats right we, we got our smart hats on because you better have it on mm-hmm. it, from here on out right not just this year and if we're wrong all we have is an abundance of food and water at the house yeah okay no big it's, deal it's no big deal yeah. but if we're if we're right and you didn't prepare you're going to have problems. Your website, if people want to get a hold of you. T4 Tactics. The letter T, the number four tactics. Um, got a couple really good classes coming up. Got a really good one Tuesday. Okay. Uh, situation awareness coming up. All right. Marco Gabra, thank you so much for sitting in yeah, today thanks for, for having me. Rose. It's been fun. Colt Johnson from We Fix Stupid Computers coming up next. At 735, it is 23 in Danville. It is 22 in Roanoke and Lynchburg, still reporting 21. Temperatures haven't moved a whole lot. Colt Johnson from We Fix Stupid Computers joining me in the studio. Good morning. And then we've got Matt Ferguson, the guy that just gave us that forecast, on the phone line with us. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, everybody. So let's, Glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Let's talk about what's what's in your uh, your crystal ball here you shake it up and the the snowflakes fall like a like a globe for christmas time hey wouldn't that be nice i I wish that i was sitting here this morning telling everybody yep it's going to be perfect timing (laughs) not going to cause a lot of issues we've got a snowstorm coming in saturday morning uh look for about three to six inches of snow and we can get outside and sled and build a snowman on sunday a saturday afternoon well uh, that just doesn't look like it's going to happen. Living here in Virginia, you know it's usually a mess. We're almost always on that line of ice, snow, rain. And again, this time, it looks like it's going to be the same thing. So here's what we're looking at. So uh, like you were talking about, it is cold out there this morning. I'm over here in Forest, and my thermometer is sitting at 18 degrees right now. So definitely the roads, surfaces are definitely uh, cold. So that's why we are concerned about there could be some uh, dangerous driving tomorrow morning if you have to travel. We say just stay at home if you can. So uh, for the overnight, it's mainly dry. But then after midnight, southwest Virginia begins to see a mix of snow and sleet. And that will progress to the north and east through the New River Valley, Roanoke Valley, and eventually into the Lynchburg area. And even south side, 
uh, looking at about five, six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday, a snow sleet mix around most of the region. It will be light at first, but okay. then as we progress through the morning hours, it gets heavier and we see that snow sleet mix turn over to what we call freezing rain. So what that means, temperatures below freezing and it changes to rain. So everything that falls from the sky is rain, but then when it hits the ground, it freezes on trees, power lines, your cars, bridges, yeah. and that's what causes problems. Sure. Um, so, you know, man, I just love snow and I hate ice. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Ice, we get ice in this area. If it comes across from the west to the east and hits the Appalachian, it goes up at an angle. Yeah. If it comes around below and hits, if it's snowing in Charlotte, man, watch out. So you've got your, your You're right about that. He's your sidekick. That's uh, Cole Johnson from We Think Stupid Computers. <laughs> so, so I love it. Matt, tell us what um can you give us a vibe on previous storms that have looked similar to this um you know in the last 3 or 4 years because that's my memory can maybe go back that far. I I don't I don't think that this is going to be a major ice storm by any means. Um, however, uh, we are going to get enough ice that causes the potential for some down limbs, and, and that could cause some down power lines as well. There could be some power outages tomorrow. But I, my memory, I'm trying to remember. There's nothing that sticks out that I can say, hey, remember yeah. in 2018 when something hmm. similar like this sure. happened. Um, yeah, and, and I can't compare it to last year either because, we hardly got much yeah. of anything last year. We got, I remember, two dustings of snow the whole winter mm -hmm. and maybe an ice event, but it, it wasn't um, uh, as severe. Now, uh, I will say that the National Weather Service has all of the area under a winter weather advisory or a winter storm warning. So the winter storm warning is mainly for the higher elevations mm -hmm. above 2,000 feet high. Those are the locations that will get sleet and snow up to two to four inches mm -hmm. of accumulation. And then around the Lynchburg area, southward to Danville, we're under that winter weather advisory. So that's where we're looking at the potential to have up to an inch of snow, sleet, and freezing rain on your back deck or on the trees, power lines, on your car. I'm going to get. So that's what we're looking at. I'm going to ask you to go into the weeds a little bit. It, with your meteorological skills with the ice on those weeds when <laughs> when and how would there be a change in other words what has to change for this forecast to be 50 percent right because the indicators were this what would change in the next 24 hours that would make it better or worse okay so 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 let's be uh for all you snow lovers out there let's think of it this way Here's what would have to happen. If we wanted snow, we needed the storm system moving in right now. When that high-pressure system that has brought us temperatures in the teens this morning, we would need that moisture coming in right now because it would definitely be cold enough in all layers of the atmosphere to give us snow. But here's what's happening. As the storm system is moving in tomorrow morning, that high-pressure system is moving out and so what that means is we're seeing milder air moving in above 
because it's easier for warm air to come in up and over Mm -hmm. cold air than it is to push in under it. Uh, That's why we're going to have this, uh, what we call the wedge setup, where you have the cold air at the lower levels of the atmosphere, which cause the freezing rain. And that's what, you know, it really looks like will be what we mostly see for tomorrow. Okay. If that makes any sense. It it, it does. Um, Now, so have your batteries, have have the things that you think you need uh, in case of of power outages. So, so Matt, I want to ask you this. This is more of a a personal question. At, At what age, just to get to know you a little bit better, at what age did you know, as my former pastor Rick used to say, did you know in your knower that this is what you wanted to do? You wanted to be a meteorologist. How old were you? All right, absolutely. So my grandfather owned probably 10 or 15 greenhouses, and he ran a nursery. So he was very into weather. He had his little journals, and he would keep up with weather throughout the year for years. And you could always look back. So he always talked about weather and got me interested. And then in 1989, Hurricane Hugo hit Hmm. Charleston and then moved into, I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where basically I'm from. And came up through Charlotte, North Carolina, caused a lot of damage. But that right there is what got me interested in meteorology. And I remember I would watch the local uh, news stations and, and, and watch how those weather guys did their reporting and right. then it turned to meteorologists uh, in the late 90s. Um, and, and so that's when I knew I want to go and get my meteorology degree and I want to be on television. Did that for about 15 to 20 yeah. years. And, and now here I am, meteorologist <laughs> on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Yeah. I love it. And, and we're, we're awesome. so pleased to have you and, and to, to actually know you personally is is such a, a treat to know you and your lovely bride betsy and uh, we're going to have you guys Thank in the you. studio again to talk a little bit about what you do also in hand and what Bets- betsy primarily does is 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 real estate and we'll talk about that here in the next couple of weeks we'll have you guys in we're going to talk about some of the folks you're working with when it comes to financing as well because the the numbers have been fluctuating a little bit it maybe is getting a little bit better out there let's get, uh, give me a give me a 15 second forecast on on how that's going and then we'll do a deep dive when we have you in okay yeah so uh what we've seen toward the end of uh 2023 rates started dropping down a little bit so mm-hmm. it went down to about uh 6.8 and now it's right around the upper sixes Mm -hmm. and i do believe as we continue through this year it is an election year (laughs) yes and uh those ones who are you know pulling the strings up in dc or whatever they're going to want the economy to try to look as good as possible throughout the year so i can't imagine them doing anything but continuing to slowly drop rates yeah. through the year, which is a good thing for those of you who have been sitting on the sidelines waiting to get into sure. uh, buying your home. Tell us, uh, Matt, before we let you go, tell us how they can get a hold of you when it comes to the real estate side of your brain. Absolutely. So our company is Lynchburg's Finest Real Estate, and it's easy to get a hold of us. Just go to lynchburgsfinest.com. So that's Lynchburg with an S finest.com. You can log on. We have 
all kinds of information that's helpful as far as when you are looking to buy a house or looking to sell a house, and then also you can get a hold of us and we can contact you. We have two brokers in our office, my wife and Betsy Ferguson, and then Avon Jansen, and they are spectacular. They know real estate through and through. Yeah, they do. Matt, thank you so much. Happy New Year to you and your your family there at your house and your family at Lynchburg's Finest. Uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Have a great day. Be careful out there tomorrow morning, especially if you have to hit the roads. Absolutely. Cole Johnson here with us. We're going to get to some AI. I'm going to ask you for a little forecast of sorts. Forecast of 2024. <laughs> yeah, for, for tech and those kinds of things. We'll get back with Colt here in just a moment. He brought me creme brulee, so I'm good till 9 o'clock at least. And then I crash, which is fine. That's about all I need to be. My wife told me I should bring you something healthy. If I'm going to bring stuff into the station, I need to bring healthy things. Well, so I tried to grab a banana walking out the door, but that didn't just, happen. It didn't make the trip, huh? It, it didn't make it. <laughs> it's 746. Janet's five and dying. She is not going to join us. She said, Mark, my voice still sounds horrible. So say a prayer for her. She will uh, hopefully be back with us on Monday. It's time for Janet's five and dying on the morning jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Looking for a great meal idea? Check out Janice Five and Dine on Facebook. Brought to you by FNL Market, Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Today's recipe is for a garlic pork bite. You're going to start with four boneless pork chops. You're going to cut those into one-inch pieces. Then you're going to toss those with onion powder, salt, and pepper. And then you're going to cook them in a 12-inch skillet with some olive oil. Once they're cooked through, remove those, put them on a platter. And in that same skillet, you're going to put in a little bit of garlic. Cook that just briefly then whisk in some flour then you're going to add in chicken broth heavy cream parmesan cheese some lemon juice salt and pepper let that simmer until it's thickened and put those tips back in there you can serve it immediately or you can put it over in your slow cooker and let it simmer for an hour or so then they're going to get super tender serve them over mashed potatoes rice noodles whatever you like find this recipe by going to facebook type in janet's five and dine brought to you by fnl market memorial avenue lynchburg Marriage fights are great because they're all very dumb. I would say 90% of them are dumb. 10% the cops show up. But we got in a fight uh, once over chocolate milk. We didn't talk for 24 hours. What happened is I brought chocolate milk home and she was like, why did you bring it home? And I was like, you're supposed to drink it after you work out. And she was like, that's not true. And I was like, well, there's a commercial on TV that probably looked into it more than you did. And so I decided to listen to them. And she said, that's just the milk people pushing chocolate milk. And I was like, you don't even know what that statement means. You don't know if there's milk people. And I think chocolate milk's doing fine. I don't think they're sitting on barrels of it. And they're like, we gotta make up a lie. We gotta get rid of this chocolate milk. Oh my gosh, uh, Nate Bargetts. <laughs> he is so funny. I'm sorry. I just, I, you know, when I f discovered this and then I had to edit it yesterday. Uh, and Where did got, you discover him? Well, I, I just stumbled on him. 
I really? found a one-minute version of him that was probably seven or eight years old. And I go, he's good, but he just doesn't he doesn't have that rhythm for the delivery. I didn't know the video was seven or eight years old. Then I found a video with him with a beard. He looked older. Was and this I, on YouTube? And he found his groove. Yeah, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, and he was clean. Okay. And so every so I listened to most of the routine because I I wanted to find out if he was going to be clean throughout. And, and then I sent it to my brother Jim saying, this guy reminds me of Mitch Hedberg, who died a, a number of years ago, drug overdose, sure un, unfortunately. Okay. But he was hilarious. He, he was talking about NASCAR, and he said uh, – he was talking about the Tide, which I think uh-huh. was uh, Michael – no, Darrell Waltrip drove the Tide car. Okay. And he goes, and that guy really likes Tide. You know, and, and it just it, – his delivery reminds me of Mitch. And so uh, – I'm editing it and loading it into the system, making sure it's – and I'm still laughing. And I've, at, by this point, I've heard it at least twice, but I'm laughing just now with you when the mics are off. The, the, the guy is really funny. Super but, uh, clean. That's, that's what's really clean. good. And he's clean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard because a lot of comedians um, introduce so much language. Yeah. And um, It doesn't really enhance yeah, and, it for and, me. And, and women comedians also. Oh, my gosh. They can women be the most com- vulgar. Women comedians, yeah, we just have to turn them off. And the, But there's there's a couple of funny ones yeah. out there, but – yeah. Clean. So Colt Johnson from We Fix Stupid Computers. I'm I, here. It's freezing I, out there. Yeah, it's cold out. It's like and he was degrees. nice enough to bring me creme brulee in honor of Janet. Not here to enjoy my... Uh, Good morning, Janet. We hope you feel better. Yeah, my sugar high. But uh, So let's let's unpack a little bit. Uh, you had a couple articles that uh, you, you... A couple. Yeah, a couple. Just to talk about some of the... Well, let's let's okay. rewind just a little bit to last year. Some of those techie things that we're right. going to be talking about in 2024 well ai was definitely the big thing in 2023 is a yeah. big sugar rush what is ai and and you started seeing ai in everything and you know ai has been around ai is artificial intelligence and it's been around a long time it's been around a long time um and i always say what's the opposite of artificial intelligence and that's natural intelligence and mm-hmm. i believe that's what what we have and and um guidance and through scripture and and things like that yeah but artificial intelligence, the idea is to be able to deep dive in and recognize different patterns of changes and things. Okay, so that's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fast forward ten years, they have um, really increased what they call a concept of deep learning, and it was the way where AI can now recognize changes in um, changes in. Uh, uh, speech and changes in um, words and letters and things like that and, and produce speech is what I meant to say. So there's this thing called generative AI and what generative AI is the human side. It almost mimics human behavior. So mm-hmm. there's there's steps to the process. It, it, it takes words and letters and uh, combines them into paragraphs and it converts it into uh, numbers. It converts it into binary sequences, and that's what computers are good for, mm-hmm. is to compare numbers. And so when you equate all of this back to zeros and ones, it will um, have the ability to uh, find patterns and, and things of, of like that. And when you feed in a large language model, and you, you had all these through 2023 and a little bit before that, you're they're dumping, they're just dumping um, a lot of Massive information. Amounts. Yeah, I, rem- I, I, I think about like these, if you've ever seen like a science fiction movie or something like that, I can't, one doesn't come to mind in particular. But I'm sorry, I'm um, afraid I can't do that. How? Is I that- think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. Let me let me diverge for just a second. Okay, if you ever <laughs> I had watch, to, I had to throw that in. If there. you ever watch Space Odyssey, yes. 2001, mm-hmm. all you need to watch is 45 minutes. Have you ever seen that movie? 
Oh, it's another movie that's um, Odyssey, Space Odyssey, two thousand and one. The one that bit, came out. I've seen bits and the pieces. The first, the first hour is like it's like black and it's the monkeys and it's creation supposedly all this stuff it's right it's it's pretty but the, but there's 45 minutes which is really good the last 45 pretty much or? yeah pretty much okay. yeah it's, it's really good and it's really good it's <clears throat> really good science fiction but um you know you think of the uh as i was saying like you have a robot and they're like just feed me feed me feed me and they're mm-hmm. flipping through the encyclopedias and they're flipping through the encyclopedias um i think there was a scene on star trek the next generation where data the android was doing that and just panning through stuff um that's how they build these large language models and so so now fast forward to 2024 you're going to start seeing i mean ai is going to be in everything now that's not to scare you right okay but if you think about it you know how many times have you asked that little in our case that little round pocket device that's on top of our freezer which i won't say it now because it'll probably answer fire off everybody yeah in their house and you say hey so and so what is this or what is that? Mm-hmm. And you hear something like, well, I found something on the web for you. Well, all it has done is done a Google lookup. Yeah. But now you're going to see changes where it'll actually come back and give you suggestions or okay. things like that. And I don't, you know, we, we need to embrace it. It's, it is here, you know, um, we, it, it's, it's a change in technology. It's going to be in everything because it's a new way. I mean, everybody is frustrated with the, lack of knowledge like siri has or the mm-hmm. lack of knowledge that alexa has and things like that well you're going to start seeing changes where the responses are going to sound more um i, I say more human but in the thought process right. and that's what generative generative ai is it generates the responses and so you've had all these companies in 2023 it's been like a gold rush you know mm-hmm. they're they're getting uh, venture capitalists and they're developing this process and they're developing this technique and they're developing this 2024 now you're i think you're going to start seeing these companies merge together you're going to see the the vc money dry up so these companies are going to start buying another company vc uh venture capital okay venture capital yeah. okay got it and you're going to start seeing more regulation mm-hmm. the government you know they they want to they want to regulate it because they want to protect. do they want to slow it down to regulate it or I don't know if they want to slow it down, but they want – think of it, this year is an election year. Yes. So if there wasn't enough misinformation oh the past gosh. two elections, right. now we have an automated process to create even more misinformation. Okay, so so I'm going to stop you there just for a second because China and Russia, like, are on the top tier of this informational superhighway right, right. of change, and they want to disrupt our country fair analysis no that is a fair analysis um we have to be really careful um we can't just react Mm -hmm. we tend to be a reactionary people Mm -hmm. right and something comes out everybody gets all upset and then when it settles down a couple weeks later you Mm -hmm. never hear that it really was nothing you know so we have to trust but verify you have to that's what reagan used to always say yeah sure yeah all right, Cole Johnson from We Fix Stupid Computers in the studio. He's going to hang with us for the 8 o'clock hour. My co-host still under the weather. As a matter of fact, she just said, I sound terrible today, Mark. And I said, hey, we'll just pull an old uh, five and dine for you there. And she said, yeah, if I was to do it today. She said, I'd sound like an old guy, which I am. <laughs> anyway, so, voice. Yeah, so say say a prayer for Janet that she uh, gets her strength back. And uh, Cole will. <laughs> Wait a minute. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Luke, I am your father. (laughs) 
Oh, 8 o'clock, we're going to have fun in the in the following hour. More Friday funnies uh, coming from the guy that we heard, Nate Bargetts. It's 8 o'clock. CBS News is next.